You're listening to The Being Podcast with Ayabola Deborah, where I talk on all things pertaining to life, living, and being. Join me as I talk on some things, share some things, and be some things. A brand new episode of The Being Podcast starts right now. Hello, and welcome to a brand new new episode of the being podcast with me your favorite missing in action hostess of life Ayavola Debra now there's so many things that are probably running through your mind at this very moment in time and I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to answer some of them but first of all it is the first episode of 2022 And it's only day two, but I can't lie to you. I'm already sick of saying Happy New Year. And I think it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the Nigerian in me that is revolting against years and years of Nigerians saying Happy New Year until July. I mean, they love a greeting where I come from, especially Yoruba people. We love a greeting. There's a greeting for everything. So I think that's what's revolting. But for the sake of Uh, politeness for the sake of decency and common courtesy happy new year to you and yours I pray from the bottom of my heart that this year is the year to remember for you to remember for good might I add a year to remember for good okay so what's popping what's cracking what it do what it be what's it been and what is it gonna be you can fill me in you can hit me up on all of my social medias it's ayapola deborah on facebook twitter and instagram you can also reach out to me on the official social media pages for the podcast at the being pod the being pod on instagram and on twitter now having said that those of you who've been listening for a while and by the way if this is your first time listening shout out to you Those of you who've been listening for a while, you know me. I am known for taking social media breaks and I am about to embark on one. I have been wanting to do this for a long time, but because of various things which I'll maybe touch on during the episode, I haven't been able to do that. Excuse me. So I am um, going to do that um, starting from tomorrow. I haven't yet decided how long I'm going to go for, but um, I'm thinking a month, two months. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, OK, so now we've got all the formalities and stuff out of the way. Let's get into this episode. Now, as you'll see from the title of this episode, I've titled it Disappointment. Um, and then something that you probably can't decipher, but the description box will probably explain. Anyway, so <clears throat> I've talked about, well, on the, um, I think it was the 30th or the 31st of December, I posted something on my Instagram um, page. And what I posted was about my thoughts and my reflection on the year. Now, I'd seen so many people posting their highlights of, of 2021 on, you know, posting their reels and their posts. And honestly, Truth be told, big moment of transparency. My heart was so glad to see how many people had won last year. They had so many wins in so many different ways. And it was really, really heartwarming to see. It was really, um, it, it just felt really, really good. I don't know how else to explain it, but it was just such a beautiful thing to see, especially when the people that you love and care about have things to celebrate, right? 
but I think there was a sadness for me um seeing some of those wins because it made me all too aware of some of the things that I hadn't yet I hadn't yet won or I didn't win in 2021 and I think we often shy away from talking about the fact that it is possible for those two feelings, the feeling of joy for someone else and a sadness for yourself to coexist at the same time. Having that feeling is not indicative or is not always indicative of a jealousy of some sort, which I think is often the picture that's painted. And so for me, looking at everybody posting on their social media, there was an element of sadness and the sadness was not from a place of jealousy, but from a place of disappointment, a place of realising that for myself, there are a number of things that I had hoped to be able to achieve last year, but I wasn't able to. And what was interesting for me was the response that I got from that post. Excuse me. The response that I received um, was essentially that the, the words that I shared resonated with a lot of people. And they helped a lot of people articulate their own thoughts about the year. Now, I I think this point is important to say, and I think I've said this on the podcast before. I tend not to put too much stock in a calendar year, so to speak. Having said that, the end and the start of a new year or of a month or of a week or something like that is a brand new opportunity opportunity to do things differently it is a brand new opportunity to reflect and see things differently and so um I like a lot of people was doing a lot of reflecting and some people were having difficulty articulating their thoughts or finding a way to express what they were feeling um for various reasons but the words that I shared resonated with them and let's talk about disappointment right disappointment looks different for different people because we're all different right what disappoints me might not necessarily disappoint you and how we react to disappointment is different disappointment can be hurtful it can be very uncomfortable it can be frustrating it can be demotivating it can be so many different things But I think one of the things I articulated in that Instagram post is that I've now come to realise that at some point, not necessarily at the moment that it happens, because when it happens, it's very difficult to see things otherwise. But at some point, we have to be thankful for disappointment. Now, that must sound mad or brazy, as the young kids then would say. That must sound mad to be thankful for disappointment. But what I've learned is that Sometimes the doors that remained closed or the windows of opportunity that we missed were actually essential parts of our stories, essential parts of the journey. And had things gone the way that we wanted them to go, no matter how good the things that we wanted were for us, there is something to be said about disappointment. There's three things that I've written down here. You guys know I like to do a little bit of a list. So the first thing that disappointment does that I've learned recently is that it teaches. It teaches you something. And the difficult thing about disappointment is that in the moment when you're feeling all of those things and you're feeling hurt, frustrated, demotivated, etc., 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 you will struggle to see what the lesson is because those emotions are clouding your, your reasoning. And rightly so, I think it's important to acknowledge how we feel. It's important to allow ourselves to feel and to process before we can then move on. But when you sit in hindsight and you look back, the lesson is always there. 
And if you take heed to the lesson, you will avoid disappointment, repeat disappointment. Because there's disappointment and there's repeat disappointment. Because if you fail to learn the lesson the first time around, you're going to have to learn the lesson at some point. And you will just increase the number of disappointments you face in that particular area of your life if you don't stop and take stock and pick up the lessons. And once you pick up the lessons, what you do with it next is what is just as important. The next thing that you need to do is put it into action. Do something about it. Don't just sit on it and say, okay, that was a lesson and that's it. No, put it into practice. If the lesson that you learned from that disappointment is that you need to exercise more patience, start working on, on, on developing your patience. And you can start with the small things. I always say this, we get intimidated by things, thinking that we have to make them uh, um, a big thing. That's not the case. It could be the tiniest of things. It could be exercising a little more patience with somebody that you're working with or with your family. Start there because they're the closest to you with your family and then with the people that you work with. You know, exercising um, patience in, in, in in the small mundane things can then contribute to the much bigger things. So whatever the lesson is, take it. The first thing that disappointment does is that it teaches. The second thing that I've learned that disappointment does is that it stretches you and it grows you. None of us like being stretched. Some of us say that we do, but when we're talking about, I'm talking about real, real stretching, right? And it hurts. To grow is painful. There's nothing pretty about growth, right? Think about um, when a baby is teething. That process is extremely painful. In fact, my brother and I were talking briefly this afternoon and he we were talking about having had COVID and part of the reason why I sound like this is because I had COVID and it kicked my behind as in I have not been that sick in a very 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 long time my brother was saying to me I mean my voice is better now it's hoarse now but it's better now than it was before and my brother was saying he's never heard me like that in all my 30 plus years he's never heard it COVID kicked my ass but we were talking about sickness and he was um telling me about a time where he had a toothache and I've been told I've been blessed by the grace of God to never experience any teeth issues I don't even have any fillings never had braces none of that stuff and long may it continue in Jesus name say amen saints um but he was telling me how when you have a tooth pain the pain is ridiculous and there's nothing you can do about it now I link this, the reason I bring that in is because I link that into a wisdom tooth growing. I remember one time a grown man, I think at the time he was like 25, 26, he said his wisdom tooth was growing. He was in so much pain that he crawled into his parents' bed and cried. A grown-ass man. Now, that is an example of pain, of growth being painful. And disappointment does that. Like I said, disappointment can be hurtful. But what it does is that it allows you to grow. It allows you to see things with a fresh set of eyes, eyes of advantage, eyes of hindsight. And that gives you the opportunity to do things differently the next time. Now, how do you measure that growth? When the next time comes, your reaction, your response, your action, your thought processes, your approach, there has to be a difference. If there's no difference, then there's no growth. So the second thing disappointment does is that it stretches and it grows you. The last thing that I've put down here is that it develops fortitude. It develops fortitude. 
Now, fortitude is that mental and emotional strength, right, to face difficult situations. Now, do you know what? I've heard a lot of people say over the last month or so, whatever, in anticipation of 2022, that they want this year to be a year of a soft life. Now, I am 100% subscribed to that theology. I want a soft life. I don't think there's anybody that doesn't want it, right? I, I'm a soft babe and I need a soft life. I want the life where I'm comfortable. I want the life where not every not every every five minutes I'm somebody's calling me a strong black queen. I'm strong in Jesus' name, but sometimes I I am I'm also very delicate, should I say. Very delicate, very soft, very sensitive, all of those things. And I hundred percent agree with that. At the same time, let's be real. Let us be real. Life is not soft. Life is hard as shit. There's nothing you can do to avoid difficulty in life. It is what it is. It's something that we have to face. What disappointment does to you is that it helps you to build fortitude. It helps you to to build strength of character emotionally, mentally, and sometimes physically as well. It helps you to develop a new level of strength to be able to combat the difficulties and the challenges that are on the new level that you're working towards. Because we're always working towards moving up, becoming better, growing, developing. And so the level and the intensity of the difficulties that we'll face on the new level is going to be different. But what the disappointments of the past teach you is fortitude. It gives you and teaches and develops and cultivates within you resilience, the ability to thrive even in difficult places, the ability to be light even in dark circumstances and dark situations. And so those are three things that I've personally learned that disappointment will do for you. It will teach you, it will stretch and grow you and it will also develop fortitude in you. Based on this, I think that I'm ready for what 2022 is going to give me. Now, I don't want people to misunderstand what I'm saying when I talk about disappointment in regards to last year, because there are some amazing things that happened for me last year. Um, I started a new job in a job that fits my requirements. I mean, it doesn't fit my, my, my money because I'm, I'm a very, very, I've got a big money appetite. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but it is a great job with amazing prospects, I have a great team, I have the flexibility of working from home, which was really, really important for me, way before the pandemic, I have that, that is an amazing win for me, I started a business, now I've said this before, I never, ever, ever envisaged myself being the kind of person that had a quote, unquote, side hustle, I wasn't interested in it, but the way God works things out, I launched a business last year, and for me, that's incredible. I am working on building my client base and my clientele and working on ways to improve the business so that it's efficient and hopefully moving it to, to a place where I benefit from it by doing the least amount of work, right? That, that is the dream and that is the goal. So to have started that last year, that is a massive win for me. Another massive win for me is overcoming all the health challenges that I faced last year. Now, a big disappointment for me and one of the reasons why I felt like that at the end of last year is having COVID was sucked for me because I started last year with COVID. And to end the year again with COVID, that was 10 times worse than when I had it the first time 
was really, really, really disappointing. And having COVID stopped me from doing certain things. It stopped me from doing the second night of my show. It stopped me from being able to sing in crossover service in church and first Sunday. It stopped me from all the things that I planned for the Christmas period, you know, to see some of my loved ones I hadn't seen in a while. That was extremely disappointing for me. But the fact of the matter is that I'm still here. So yes, I felt that disappointment, but it's a win for me that I overcame and I'm going to overcome. That for me is a massive win. Um, the choir in church that I lead with, with, my, with my two brothers, I am so proud of us and how far we've come. Our Christmas concert nearly went to the dogs because everybody started getting COVID and it looked like it was going to be an absolute mess but it was one of the best that it ever was it was so beautiful with all the changes and with all the wahala that happened it happened that for me is a win um my family is healthy we are safe we are alive we are thriving um numbers are being added to to my family i became an auntie again there's just so many different things that are wins for me um and i am not saying that Last year was a complete and total disaster because it really wasn't. But it just fell short of a few things. But it makes me even more grateful for the things that did work out. It makes me even more grateful for the wins that I did experience. So I just needed to add that bit of um, clarity. Um, I'm not entirely sure what I envisage for this year. Um, the picture is still forming in my mind, but I believe in my heart that it's going to be a great year. Um, I believe in my heart that all of the things or a lot of the things that I've purposed to do will start to come to fruition and hopefully I'll be able to share those things when the time comes. Um, and yeah, I think that's what I have to say on disappointment. Now, um, the last thing I'm going to say is this with regards to the podcast. Um, the last podcast came out sometime in August and since then it's kind of been radio silence. I am very, very passionate about ensuring that what I say on this platform is stuff that makes sense, that is stuff that's going to hit home for somebody, is stuff that's going to do something for someone. And so I don't just, you know, put stuff out there like that. Um, I have some things lined up, some ideas. I've got some um, great conversations and discussions lined up. I don't know when I'm going to do those things, but they are on the list and I'm going to get it done. Um... I know I'm going to get it done. So keep tight, sit tight, should I say. There's what, four, this is episode 44. There's 44 episodes for you to listen to. So you've got plenty of time to either catch up if this is your first time of listening or to kind of recap and go back and listen to all the other stuff. Okay, so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to share something with you, which is probably part of the biggest win um, for 2021. Um, in December, I purpose to do two shows on the 17th and the 18th of December titled Eini Ijosimi, which means this is my worship. Now, for one reason or the other, I only ever, I only got to do one show and that one night that I did was beautiful. Um, it's very difficult for me when people, when I finish a show and people ask me, how do I feel or what are your thoughts? It's very difficult for me to um, know how I feel or to even remember certain things um, because I'm very, very in the zone, um, very at one with myself and sometimes on autopilot. 
So without the visual, audio visual specifically, actually, I can't really say what was happening or what was running through my mind. Being able to see it, I'm able to make the connection. Now, fortunately for me, um, someone, my brother actually recorded um, the second half of the show. And I've listened to it several times since then. And it's very strange, but there are some moments on there that literally just send chills down my spine. And it's not me. Um, Even though it's me singing, you can hear my voice clear as day. Um, It's not me that I can feel. It's the heart and the spirit that was in the room that I can feel. And so I'm going to share it with you. um, Give you that opportunity to participate in the beauty of that night. Um, And I hope it blesses you. I hope it touches you. I hope that the words that are sung through me, um, even though they were then, touch you now. Whether you're listening to this on the day that this has been published in the release, or you're listening to this six months to a year from now, I hope it reaches you exactly where you are. So without further ado, here we go. Oh, Yahweh, nothing compares to you. 
him today and you're wondering if this is applicable to you. He is your champion. And giants fall when he stands undefeated. Every battle he's won. You are who he says you are. He crowns you with confidence and you are seated in the heavenly place undefeated.
is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope my hoarse voice hasn't grated on you too much. And I hope you were able to take something away from what I shared about disappointment. And that the um, audio from Aini Josumi touched you. Um, as I said at the beginning, you can reach out to me on all my social media platforms. It's Ayapola Deborah on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can also hit me up on the official social media pages for the podcast. The Being Pod, that's at The Being Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Until next time, laters.